Hi, I'm Peter Hostrasser, and I'm here with my son, Hank Hostrasser. And we're going to talk about what? Cars. Father-son car chats. Podcast starts now. Hey, it's uh, Father-son car chat. That's where you say that. Oh, yeah. Part two of... Part two of... Uh, the Chicago Auto the Chicago Show. Chicago Auto Show. So, yeah, we're in a... If you can feel that bass, I don't know if you guys can hear that. Uh, a lot going on. Um, we are sitting down in front of... The Honda. Uh, Hondas. Yeah, Honda. They're all looking at us with their new, fresh headlights. <laughs> Those are interesting. Let's start there. Let's start with the... Uh, uh, the headlight thing going on. It's kind of evolved, right? So, uh, we can make a whole hot podcast about this, but it is interesting. I like to do look at those headlights, and there's running lights, and then there's, like, the headlights turn on and such. They're almost like, I don't know, how would you describe those? LED. Like the LED strips. A lot of people like True. those. Yeah. Um, it's a big demand right now. You don't see many cars without them nowadays. So, this is uh, part two. Yeah. And uh, we are now uh, gone through the north end which is the other half of most the McCormick's of place, most of it. Uh, all right, Hank, tell us tell us a little bit about this side of the auto show. Well, half of it is Chevy because... Which is your favorite brand. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it was just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, so it's, let's try not to rip on Chevy too much. But yeah. I will tell you, though, it looks very close to what it looked like last year. It does, definitely. Um, yeah, a couple new cars, like the new Blazer, which we'll talk right. about in a second. Um, but it, it looks very, very similar to what it was last year. Right. Um, so, yeah. And then they obviously they have their cabinet of all their awards. Right. Which are for cars that they don't even make anymore. So we were, we were laughing about their awards a little bit. Because everybody's going to show off their awards, but this is why... <laughs> on my other podcast, Disrupt Education, that I do not like uh, the U.S. News World and Report or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, um, their awards, because almost all of their 2018 awards went to Chevrolet. Yeah. So I just don't trust it. I don't yeah. know. And I, I mean, mean if, if Chevy is putting this much money into advertisements, then how much money are they putting into these researches and the companies that are making these awards like I don't know I don't know so alright this side is interesting because uh, you were talking a little bit about the uh, the Korean brands like Kia tell, tell me a little bit about like what you were you were chatting about you know some of their trucks they do have an indoor uh, trail yeah on the smaller half which mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever seen on the north side over here was there was there a trail here before I know I, I, I don't remember being over here so uh, tell us a little bit about that. What, what was that truck that was going around? Do you remember? So, Kia has a new three-row SUV called the Telluride, which is a bit of a weird name. Um, yeah, I'm going to tell you to ride. But, they're, but uh. they're definitely, they're marketing it a lot. Like, that's pretty much all of their exhibit this year is the Telluride. And obviously, they have, they, have, they have their other cars, but it's mostly just that. Right. So, they have the big, um, obviously, the big off-roading section for it, and they've built some off-road versions. But I just always have liked Korean brands because they haven't been around for a while. Like, in the last 20 years, 
they've kind of risen up. So when you have brands like Kia and Hyundai, they can really do whatever they want because they don't have anything. They don't have like a legacy. They don't have like they don't have anything backing what they do that's like kind of guiding them. Like they have like I mean when you when you look at Chevy, they made a Blazer again. Like and it's kind of like I don't know. It's just right. They're they're recycling. Yeah. I mean they're going through, and, and that's what I told you. I was like, look, when they're when they're recreating that blazer, your grandmother had a blazer. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of them. your grandfather had a blazer. Your great grandfather had a blazer. You know, so like they're just they're cycling through. It's an interesting car. I will give Chevrolet that. I mean, it reminded me of that. The three three rows were never in play back then. Um, we could have a whole podcast on that. It was mostly station wagons. I had the third row. Yeah. Um, but now you have the players that are coming in with the third row. Um, obviously, you have the elite brands like Land Rover and such. But then you have like Honda, the Pilot, and then and then they have this new Passport that's sitting out here, staring at us in the uh, in the face. So, to, what, what does that Passport look like? Because they used to do the Honda Passport was the Pilot before the Pilot became the Pilot. Yeah. Um, did you I know, know that? I did. Yeah, I knew that was the. And then the Isuzu Ro- Rodeo was uh-huh. very close to it as well. So that, like, both of those brands kind of. Is it? I don't know. Is Isuzu even around anymore? Do they still make cars? No, I don't think so. Holy cow! I don't even know if they do. But if anyway, they do, yeah. It's, if they do, it's overseas. Yeah. Um, All right. So yeah, this. So yeah, we were talking about this passport. They have two of them here. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's like somebody took a pilot body and squished it so it would fit on a CRV chassis. Like right. it just and it, there's no it third squished. row. No, there's no three row or but third row. The first row. two rows look like a pilot, right? I they mean, look they look bigger. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a bigger CRV, which I like and I don't like. Like I feel like, and this is obviously going to compete with the Blazer and other cars, um, sort of in this class. But I, I just don't think there's a need for it. Like, do you, well, do you think like the market is changing where people aren't don't want the third row anymore? I I think when you're looking for an SUV, people will either go small, like really small, like CRV or HRV, or they'll go big, like Tahoe, Pilot, Traverse. I don't. I don't uh, think like other, I don't like, think car companies know what people want anymore. I think they're just throwing out. I mean, you know, at the show, you see all different sizes and shapes of these things. Because it used to be like, okay, you have like a crossover, you have a smaller SUV, and you have a bigger SUV with a third row. But yeah. now they're they're like they're trying to add even another category. It's not one. Something's got to give here. I don't know. Yeah, the the lineups are so messed up right now, just with the big SUV boom and everyone getting rid of cars. Like when. I don't know, when you see, like, SUVs have never really been popular before this. Like, you see, like, before the 80s, you didn't really see any SUVs. Like, it was all station wagons and then just sedans and coupes. So then the 80s and 90s come around and you see these SUVs and it's like, it hasn't really truly caught on until now. And now that it has, car manufacturers are going crazy trying to make, like, as many different SUVs as possible and try to make as much profit as possible off of it. And, uh, you know, I said this in the other one, in the uh, part one of uh, this podcast series, but I am still shocked at the lack of electric cars here. Yeah. It's, I'm very shocked. Either either the media's got it totally wrong or 
it's they're waiting to you, somebody's going to pull the big boom or kind of like what you said about like this being an overall piece where you know this is just a generic car commercial and this isn't where the market is for that and they will never be here i don't know yeah i don't know i think when you're looking at and obviously chicago auto show isn't the biggest auto show in the world like you look at tokyo and detroit which are really the big ones where people are unveiling concepts and you're seeing a lot more experimentation right um so obviously this isn't going to be the most but they could still at least like try like bring some of the concepts bring some of the stuff that they unveiled at detroit which some car companies did um, right but i mean uh, like it just it's almost like people are putting off like you you think detroit other show you think like crazy new concept cars and all of the newest technology and then you think chicago auto show and it's like you have chevy here who did the same thing as they did last year like there's no new cars right it's just and obviously they have the blazer but i've known that's coming like i I don't know i don't know so what do you like on this side we are on the north end uh you mentioned how like honda has spread out theirs big time it looks like they bought a lot more real estate or maybe yeah. they didn't, and they just they just spread it out here. This 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 side has a little bit different look than the uh, South uh, uh, Exhibit Hall. Yeah, South was a little bit more crowded, which is surprising because that's the bigger bigger right. uh, lot. So this just looks, especially with the big Honda exhibit in the middle, which really doesn't have any walls in it. It's just like a big carpet where they just parked all their cars. Right. Um, it, it definitely looks more airy and open. Like, you can see all the way across. Um, but, yeah, and there's, it does seem a little bit less crowded over here, too. Um, which, I mean, they have, obviously, the supercars and all of that over on they the other side. So that might side. be why yeah. people are drawn over there. But What did we see in the supercar? What was your coolest supercar that you saw? There with the Bugatti. Yeah, obviously the Bugatti, which is... Can you say it again? Like, you know... The Bugatti. The Bugatti. (laughs) But, yeah, that's a pretty rare car. Um, They had a Huracan Performante, which is um, pretty nice. Those are really nice, the Performante ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obviously some McLarens. I didn't see an Aventador, which is kind of disappointing. I I like seeing those. I think that's one of the things that I I was talking about with you, that... You know, I think it's, you know, the, was it North Shore? I think the supercars or whatever the dealership is that sponsors Yeah. It. I think it's just what they have. Mm-hmm. And then they bring, uh, put them out for a week or whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be, that'd be kind of a cool thing, though. You know, like if you bought one of those cars and, you know, you have like a highlight. This is, my car was at the auto show or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think they could specialize that somehow, so. Uh-huh. Uh, let's talk about, uh, what was it, Subaru? Was it the, uh, uh, Ascent? Oh, yeah, the, the Ascent. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, going back in. I know we're kind of bouncing back into the, uh, SUV, but that's a third row. That is. Uh, coming into the and market. I, I think when you look at the big giants, like Ford, GM, Honda, you're looking at, like, brands that have had this stuff for years. Like, the, the Pilot came out in 2003. Right. So it's been around so long, they've kind of almost gotten bored in a sense, where they're not making any new things. All they're doing is facelifting their old cars. Right. So while brands like Kia and Hyundai, like new brands, catch up, 
they just kind of experiment with like stuff like the Passbook and the Blazer and other stuff. Well, like Subaru is making their first three-row SUV ever. Like, right. It, yeah, I don't know. Like some are some brands are so ahead and some are so behind. It's it's hard to even have a market for this kind of stuff. Like I think, like you said, it goes in cycles. Yeah. So you know, a lot of these car companies have to rebrand themselves. You know, it, honestly, like when you look at when you look at Honda, I mean, it's it's they're out here, right? And and they just like here are our cars, and then they you know they cornered it off with the passport. Yeah. And there's you know just looking around, you know, and I do a lot of people watching here, so I kind of look at you know where are people going towards, you know, what are they doing? Uh, mm-hmm. What cars are they around? Like, you know, I made the joke of, like, the Acura, the RLX. Like, mm-hmm. nobody was around that, that, that car. That car was, yeah. I don't even know why that car exists. I mean, well, maybe, again, it's not your everyday person that's going to buy that car. It's not the guy who's going to come out to the auto show to see it. Um, let me ask you this. And maybe they're on the corner here. Did you see BMW here? I didn't. No. It's interesting. They might have been here, though. I heard someone saying something about okay, it. Okay, well, maybe I'll look at the uh, map a little bit later. We haven't looked at a map. We just like to roam. Yeah, we just roam around. Roam around, see what's going on at the Chicago Auto Show. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, it's it's such an interesting show. Um, I think it's always good to come. It's a, it's a relatively cheap event. You know, yeah. anywhere from, you know, 10 to 13 bucks, depending on if you're on Groupon or anything like that. Um, to walk through, you're going to spend like three, four, five hours here. Uh, I always encourage people to eat something before they come because obviously food we're is expensive. At Chicago food prices and such, you know, $4 for a bottle of water and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, overall, um, it, it is a fun show. It's, it's cool to see. If you don't like cars, you can people watch. Um, and then it's just like one big car commercial yeah there's there's plenty of stuff here to do though like they have like vr they have video games there's like driving simulators if you're willing to wait there's a lot of fun stuff to do here even if you're not into cars i've seen a lot more vr this year yeah a lot more of that yeah which is interesting and a lot more like three screens well on hydraulics it's becoming more and more available like my pc which i paid a thousand dollars for which seems it sounds like a lot but then you look at these giant car companies that have the money to do this right a bunch of times over like i could easily do vr so it's like it's becoming so available that they're definitely implementing it into all of that i think it would be cool if, if they had a place where they were um they were actually building cars here mm-hmm. like That'd pieces cool. of cars and different things like that you know like uh you know, I know uh, in yeah. in SEMA they had um, I don't know what year this was, but uh, West Coast Customs always does something over there, which is like the big custom shop in California. Right. And they had a thing where, like, they were customizing three cars and like they had booths where people were wrapping them and like swapping out rims and like See, that's stuff cool. like that. I, yeah. Like that's what they need to do here. Yeah. It doesn't. It shouldn't be just a commercial. It should be more of an interactive experience. Like, right. If I come out here. What are the benefits over watching car commercials on YouTube in my home? Like, besides the fact that I can see and touch the cars, like, what what else is a benefit? Yeah, I think, I think that would be really cool, um, you know, even to purchase a car here and somehow have where a car... So, when we were in Munich, 
right? Um, mm-hmm. Your mom and I, we were in Munich, and um, you go to the BMW facility there and buy your car in-house, and then they, there's like a big kind of thing that happens. So they used to have where people would sit down here and then people would purchase cars. Mm-hmm. And you could literally purchase a car, but then, you know, I think it would be cool to, like, be able to drive one out, you know, like have, like, yeah. trucks of cars somewhere where they would come in and they would just drop the car and, and it would be a big show and there would be a big, like, yay, you know. You bought something. the car. I don't know. There's yeah. so many different things you could do with it uh, to where you could actually move products while showing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. interesting, interesting things. All right. Uh, one or two takeaways from this year. Um We'll talk about our favorite cars on part three, which will be our final part, uh, likely, um, on this one. But takeaways from the uh, the north end of this thing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh... Well, I, I, like, I like they moved the, the exotics on the other side because yeah. uh, they always just shoved in the back and it always looked like dirty white carpet underneath them but uh-huh. now, now it looks this year it was it was nicer. near the front yeah. so that was that was nice very cool uh i don't know i feel like each each car company has like one car that is their most like they're really advertising it like yeah. with kia it's to tell you ride with honda it's the passport um yeah, Not so much the Blazer for Chevy, which kind of surprises me. Yeah, it's kind of off in the corner. It is. They only have the middle. they only have one of them too. Yeah, it's true. Um, which kind of surprises me uh, yeah. that they're not advertising it more. Um, obviously, Lexus is their new um, LC five hundred convertible. Right. It's like all the car companies have their big Nissan. It's the Nissan Leaf, which yeah. is electric. Mm-hmm. Um, so they all have their big kind of advertisement car. Yeah. Um, a lot of them I feel like over on the north end more it was more supercar right like you see Acura with their NSX and like all of this stuff um, over here it's it's different it's like I don't know it's it's not it's not the same it's not like drawing people in it's kind of just it's more it, it feels more open it feels more free roam like I don't know you don't, need, you don't need a giant screen to draw somebody in right right yeah well, they definitely build around what end or what side they're on, which is interesting. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's going to wrap up actually inside the Chicago Auto Show for 2019. Mm-hmm. On Father Son Car Chats. And we're going to uh, post some pics. We got some pics. Uh, we'll put them on our uh, Facebook and Instagram here and there. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us at Father Son Car Chats. On Facebook and Instagram. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to uh, check out. Uh, thank you so much for listening uh, to us uh, on this uh, podcast. Uh, again, we'll do a recap. Um, so we'll probably find a quieter space <laughs> to do that. Uh, yeah, or just at yeah. our normal I would, place. Yeah, I would recommend you make it here if you're in the Midwest somewhere. Uh, we should go to the uh, Detroit one next year. We should. Just hop over there. Yeah. You get some... Uh, Get some people to sponsor us now. <laughs> get on over. So yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Father Son Car Chats. Until next time, keep your pedal on. Yeah, I screw that up. Keep <laughs> the pedal to the metal. There you go. All right, guys, we'll see you.